What are the most efficient initiatives that brands can undertake when they're faced with an uncertain market is research. Market research uncovers everything a brand needs to know about the customer and the real market opportunities to thrive. And today in 2023, being customer centric is more important than ever. Because the truth is, mum's shopping habits are notably changing. With interest rate rises, economic instability and more unknowns, brands can't afford to make costly assumptions anymore. They really need to know exactly what's motivating their customers to buy. Today, we're speaking to Margarita Magdalenos, the International Director of Marketing for one of our long-standing partners, Medela. Medela is the global authority when it comes to breastfeeding-related products, and they are so committed to understanding their audience, how she's changing, and what it takes for them to stay top of mind, loved, and trusted by mums. There's some great lessons for all of us in this interview that prove you can never assume all there is to know about your customer. Welcome to Mastering the Mum Market, where we take a trending topic and explore it in a three-part series from the perspective of a brand, an influencer, and mum shoppers. I'm your host, Christy Nicholas, and the CEO of Mum Power. I can't wait to pull back the curtain on ways to fast-track your growth. Now let's get started. Welcome, Margarita. Thank you so much, Christy. Now, Margarita, you and I have known each other for many, many years, and I know exactly how passionate and borderline obsessed you are with this industry. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about your role at Medela and what are some of the projects or what's one standout project that you are so proud of that still fills your heart with joy? Yeah, um, absolutely. I feel like I have a dream role. Um, I'm very passionate about helping mums provide, you know, precious breast milk to their babies. And it was something that I struggled with when I had my children. If only I had known back then what I know now. Um, major part of my role is ensuring that countries all over the world have um, the right breast pumps uh, that are needed uh, in, in their countries uh, to meet the needs of the breastfeeding mums. And I really do have the privilege of working uh, both with internal and external stakeholders in making that happen. Um, as I said, I'm extremely passionate about ensuring that mums have the opportunity to give their babies um, the nutrition that comes from, from precious breast milk. And in terms of what is a, a, an exciting project that I get to work with, well, hey, the, the most recent launch of our freestyle hands-free and introducing hands-free breast pumping to mums in Australia and all over the world, for me, has been a standout in my career. To watch mums throw away their bottle pumps, bottle breast pumps, uh, once they had experienced the, the hands-free breast pumping and encouraging them to continue to provide breast milk. I mean, for most of us mums, uh, our breastfeeding journey probably finishes within, within the first six months of giving birth. Um, if we can encourage mums to continue their breastfeeding journey by providing them products uh, that make it easy for them that they don't have to think of it as a chore that they it's not um it's not a cumbersome 
thing to do, um, we are creating overall a healthier nation. Um, And for that, I feel extremely privileged and proud to be able to influence the health of future generations. And for me, that, you know, that is what motivates me and gets me up out of bed every morning. Margarita, Medela is known and admired for the very extensive range of global research that they do on, on a scientific basis, um, as well as on a consumer level as well. Can you share with a listeners um, top line, what, what does the scientific research look like? Medela is constantly looking globally. There is research being done by various clinical researchers all over the world. And We do have a medical clinical uh, educational department within Medela with uh, qualified lactation uh, consultants and specialists who are constantly, I guess, scanning uh, the the globe for for the research insights uh, and then feeding it back into our product pipeline. We conduct numerous face-to-face interviews with mums, often in their own homes. Um, We conduct focus groups. Uh, We continuously commission consumer research uh, via online surveys, uh, social polls even on our social media. And we personally seek out to speak to mums at baby fairs, uh, any opportunity to really gain their feedback and perspective any opportunity to talk to a mum in any shape or form and gain their feedback is is critical to what we do. Now, we've been lucky enough to work with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of different companies. And the one thing that really stands out about Medeli is that you guys do this all the time. Like it, it's it's out of almost out of control. That's how it's it's obviously part of your ethos. Yeah. Why is it that important to you? Why do you, what do you get out of it that makes you keep doing it? Look, as I mentioned earlier, you know, market research for us is the torchlight uh, that leads the roadmap of our marketing plans. And I don't say that lightly. It really enables us to better engage with our mum target audience and really connect with our mums. Uh, We take mums feedback literally and we incorporate it into our new innovations. We listen and then we act. Uh, We create products based on our mum feedback. We don't just create products um, based on assumptions. And with consume, without consumer research, you know, we really operate blindfolded and we want to put that mum front and centre into everything that we do. That's really um, great to hear that. Can you give us like, say, for example, on a practical level, right? So say you... Um you're at a fair and you ask a lot of questions or even you physically going in into homes and um, observing how mums operate or so forth. What's like a practical way that you take some of those insights and put it into your marketing? Like, will you literally go and change a social media post? What will you do differently on a practical level? Absolutely. We, whatever we can change immediately, we will, you know, take the low hanging fruit and, and act immediately. Um, there is, you know, a, a recent consumer study that we had unco- that we conducted actually together at Christie, we uncovered that about a quarter of our consumer mums were discovering or consumers were discovering and engaging with the Medela brand before they were even pregnant. I mean, that was a real gold nugget. Typically, we target mums between the ages of 20 and 40 um, in their third 
trimester um, and assume that this is the only time that they are influenced uh, in their purchasing decision. Through this study and through this, um, through this insight that we uncovered together, we immediately ramped up our breastfeeding educational content and we looked at how to deliver this content to women between the ages of 20 to 40 that perhaps were in the right uh, demographic for, for having a baby. And I, th I thought that was absolutely gold. This is not something that we would have considered, uh, you know, without the research. So there's just one of many examples that I can um, talk to you about. What I love about that, Margarita, is that it's almost like you reversed engineered the success of the of um, the sales cycle like it's so easy to focus on who you think your target market is right now and you miss out on who is she just before she buys and how can you steer her towards the, the same direction uh, and you've shown exactly how you can do that and I think that's a great opportunity for a lot of other companies who might not think about where is she at just before she's ready for you now absolutely now on that like I know you guys do quite a bit of research in every part of the world because you are a global brand. Um, why do you think um, it's so important to localise your research so you understand um, Australian mums on a more local level? Yeah, it's it's extremely important actually to localise uh, the research because the messaging can be quite different um, in various countries. Now, we know that mums all over the world consume media in a very similar manner. Um, social media is probably the number one way. Mums are learning Instagram, TikTok and now how most of our mums are being informed about our products but what does actually vary is the reason why mums are using our products you know mums in, a, in Japan for example actually pump to relieve breast engorgement and this is something that we would not have known had we not conducted the the, the research. Whereas mums in Australia, US, Canada may actually be pumping to continue providing breast milk to their babies when they're going back to work. So a completely different driver of why they are purchasing our products. So again, we would not have this understanding had we not conducted the consumer research. It's really, really important to understand the drivers that lead to the purchase, uh, to be able to shape our messaging accordingly. And again, without it, we are really operating blindly and can make huge mistakes in our communication strategies. Wow. So the same product has, um, serves the, the pain points that are very, very different. Absolutely. Uh, and, it, and if you, on a, if you, if you had like a one size fits all and, you know, the same strategy and messaging globally for consistency, you'd actually, it would be to a detriment to, to your brand. Absolutely. You would be eliminating a group of women uh, in various countries that could not relate to that particular uh, message or trigger. It's interesting because you see a lot of global brands coming into Australia and they do either have the same um, strategy or teams running things in, in Australia, but without that local understanding, they could miss the mark, as you've shown. You've been doing market research for many years, uh, both with Medela and in your career, and you're, you're very senior and knowledgeable in that space. Um, what guidance would you give to other companies? Like, where, where do you think is a good place to start to become a lot more connected with your customer? 
Yeah, I, I would uh, suggest to first conduct some research um, to better understand the consumer and their buying journey. Um, what drivers are leading them to buying your category of products? Uh, what are the consumer touch points along the way? Uh, that's a very important piece of uh, information because you can influence uh, your consumer with your sales and marketing offerings, uh, knowing uh, you know the various touch points and the and the purchasing journey all along. Uh, a very quick and easy way by starting research, a simple online survey, survey, excuse me, is a is an easy starting point and can certainly deliver results very quickly. Um, I remember before the pandemic hit, uh, when we do market research for companies who are really advancing that space, they wouldn't even, there wasn't a need to even do it unless it was probably every two years because the, the customer wasn't changing that dramatically. But then when COVID hit, it was a different ball game. And now again, um, things are changing. In your opinion, how often do you think a company should uh, regroup and reconnect with their customer. Yeah, look, ideally it should be every year. Uh, we, li we are living in changing times, very dynamic times, and we cannot just assume that we know uh, our mum audience. Uh, the pandemic has certainly changed purchasing behaviour. It's pushed mums more online. Uh, that particular trend uh, existed beforehand, but I think the pandemic has certainly increased opportunities in the e-commerce and social media space. And and um, again, you know, I know marketing budgets can be limiting, but I think it's extremely important um, to really prioritise marketing research every year. One, to understand your, your consumer, uh, your behaviour, but also to understand, I guess, the success that you are having in the market. You know, are your marketing strategies reaching your mums? Um, and if not, you know, taking action and changing your direction as well. Mm -hmm. I, I know a lot of companies uh, have got the problem of um, since the pandemic, their customer has shifted. So she might have previously been a lot more Gen X, whereas now she's a lot more Gen Y. And then coupled with the massive overarching shopping habits that have changed, um, she's very, very different. Can you think of, or could you give us an example of one or two ways your customer has totally changed from two years or three years ago? Yes, I would say that um, online shopping has really become a prevalent uh, trend uh, with our consumers. And um, as I mentioned earlier, mums would previously purchase uh, our breast pump products or our breastfeeding products at uh, offline retail stores or even at baby fairs. But what we are finding now, uh, triggered by the pandemic, is mums are doing their research online, they are uh, reading about recommendations online and searching for the best value, the best prices online. So I would say more than ever, mums are living and breathing online and uh, we need to create strategies to capture her attention uh, online and that's through digital and social media means. It's really interesting I agree with you like obviously mums spent so much time researching and getting their head around your product versus your competitors or so forth there's still a role for the face-to-face -face because she wants to still touch and feel it doesn't she? Yes, there is uh, there is definitely a role for the, the you know touching and feeling and, and I'm not saying that the industry has gone completely 
to the One Direction. I think it's definitely a hybrid, uh, but when mums know what they want to purchase, they'll certainly, uh, you know, look to purchase online. And um, it would be an interesting uh, trend to watch because we may, you know, without the research, we might find in a couple of years that things may have shifted back to offline. Um, Women in general like the experience of touching and feeling and, you know, the the wonderful experience they have of of shopping and bonding with with girlfriends and the like. But uh, right now, again, as I mentioned through the research, we are uncovering that online is is where mums are preferring to shop. I mean, they are busy. Can you imagine with a newborn baby? Um, the last thing, the, the last thing you want to do is actually put on your best gear and head out when you've got a screaming baby at home or a crying baby, um, and you just want to really focus on on that newborn baby and and you know cater to its needs. So then the research obviously tells you that, and you can show up where she wants to engage in a way that suits her um, best. I'd like to revisit uh, uh, a point that we referenced a little bit earlier um, about some practical practical ways that it can support your marketing for companies. Um, and something that comes to mind is influencer marketing. And I know, um, you know influencers, they're pretty much uh, the gatekeeper to a larger pool of prospective customers. And sometimes when influencers chat about a product, they get a lot of questions come through from readers and it's really beneficial um, to pass that feedback on to companies because then they can create content that answers the questions that their consumers want to know. Um, could you tell us, like, when it comes to the influencers who you choose to work with, the kind of content you, you know, want to see from them or so forth, yes. um, where's the link there with the research and what you know about um the data. Like. Yeah. Well, the research tells us certainly that mums are being influenced with by what they read and see online. That's certainly, um, you know, a, an important insight. But secondly, mums uh, also want to see authentic and real uh, insights and feedback about products and its usage from real mums. Uh, they're not necessarily looking out you know, to to see the brand content coming from a celebrity or a very well-known personality, it can come across as as inauthentic at times. There is a time and place for working um, with more higher end or what I would say macro influences, but the everyday mum, our target audience and target consumer wants to hear from mums, um, real mums and their real experiences. So we, when we are choosing mums uh, to work with us, we are looking at their authenticity and we want them to really use the product. We don't want them simply showcasing uh, the product uh, in imagery. We really want them to you know, wholeheartedly use the product because we believe in the product. We know that the product will work for them and really excited to see any, you know, video footage or social media posts or testimonials from them. And um, we we get super excited and super passionate when we see our products working uh, with real mums. 
many brands might be put off by the perceived cost of conducting market research or they don't do it because they make the assumption that they, they already know what there is to know mm-hmm. um, about the customer. So they can't really understand how it can help them with their sales, which obviously for a growing business, that's their ultimate priority. Can you think of what's a way for brands to approach market research so that it, it immediately affects their sales? What, what would you say are the tips for getting the best out of a market research campaign? Well, first of all, uh, is, of course, conducting the research. And and when uncovering the insights uh, of the research, don't just engage your marketing team. Engage your sales and marketing teams. Uh, bring uh, these groups together and discuss the insights collectively. Um, It's very important that the whole organisation understands the needs of the consumer. I think if you're not, as an organisation, understanding the consumer needs and the drivers, then that can lead to wrong um, selling and marketing strategies. So number one thing is bring both your sales and marketing teams together and collectively... Um, discuss the immediate areas that can be addressed um, or, you know, changes in strategies, selling strategies. And I think that could be a real, um, a real gold nugget for, for, for organisations. Um, making assumptions overall, I think, is a very dangerous, um, I, I guess, a dangerous habit without any research of course if you if you haven't got the funds you have to start somewhere and and making assumptions it is your starting point um, but you can bring the wrong products and you can design the wrong messages so for me it's really critical to invest in the research and it doesn't have to be expensive research as I mentioned it it could be an online survey I know working with you Christy and and Mum Power uh, you can design certainly design um, research projects that you know can fit into any budget I think it's just having that glimpse uh, of knowledge and building a mum strategy based on, you know, some, some solid uh, insights and learnings rather than um, assumptions, which, as again uh, mentioned earlier, you can steer into a different direction because your messaging may not be hitting the mums in your country. might have worked for, uh, for mums in, in an overseas uh, country, but certainly not, not for a local one here. You've referenced assumptions a little bit, Margarita. Have you got an example of an assumption that has maybe been made that research proved was incorrect? Um, An assumption, uh, you know, if mentioned earlier, you know, we assumed that the mums we were marketing to were in their final trimester or had just uh, first had a baby. And then through the research, we uncovered that, hey, that's not the case. A quarter of our audience, a quarter of people who are discovering uh, Medela not even pregnant. I mean, I thought that was just really, really groundbreaking for us and it really you know helps us invest uh you know our money accordingly when it comes to you know your digital media reach and and so forth but yes assumptions uh, assumptions that mums are only uh, purchasing offline in retail 
baby boutiques. Uh, you know, we, we notice that that's not the case anymore. May have been the case five years ago, certainly not the case anymore with, with e-commerce, Amazon and various omni-channel um, retailers now. The landscape is changing and um, had we not conducted the research, we would not know this information. Yeah, that's great because it opens up a whole um, new opportunity for the sales team as much as it does for the marketing team and the business overall. Absolutely. It's so much so that we now have dedicated uh, dedicated resources to e-commerce, which again, a whole new position was created based on, on that insight. Margarita, this year you launched an innovative, fantastic, hands-free product. Now, for anybody who has seen this, it is a game changer for breastfeeding mums because, you know, she could be on the go and living her life. And when I saw that for the first time, it was so different to what I remember breast pumps to be <laughs> when I first got into this space where I really felt like I was, you know, hooked up to yeah. this machine for hours. How, what made you guys change so dramatically from going from one style of breast pump to something that's absolutely different to what we've ever seen before? Again, it comes down to research. Uh, overseas, not so much in Australia, we started asking mums uh, to design their ideal breast pump. And time and time again, mums are telling us that they want to pump hands-free. They don't want to be tied down. They want their dignity back. Um, we, you know, it's... Pumping is a chore. It's not a pleasurable experience. Let's face it, 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 that's not the reality. And we really wanted to ensure, you know, we wanted to make sure that mums who wanted to provide breast milk to their babies had the most efficient and most comfortable way um, in doing so. So again, through research, through asking mums to tell us what their ideal breast pump should look like, um, we uncovered this need and took that feedback and designed a breast pump accordingly. And we continue to do that. Uh, we're not stopping there. We're continuously asking our mums to design their ideal breast pump. And we have had some amazing, some amazing answers and feedback and really, really excited to see um, the, the, the future products in breast pumping because I can tell you there's more innovation, <laughs> more futuristic innovation that's coming. And uh, it's very exciting. Again, we have to thank our mums. These innovations and this feedback and this um, new design is coming directly through what mums are telling us in the research and we are incorporating that. I think that's fantastic because you're demonstrating exactly how mum-centric you are and you're listening to what the customer wants rather than dictating what's on the marketplace and um, you're doing it in, in big ways. Uh, and to, to wrap it up, what's next for Medela? What can we expect to see here in Australia and possibly even globally? Yes, um, we certainly have a huge innovation pipeline. Um, very exciting times for Medela, uh, for, for mums in particular. Uh, we can certainly see the hands-free portfolio trend uh, to be increasing. Uh, we could expect to see more products along that uh, that, that uh, category and that range. But also, we are looking at uh, other areas such as organic and vegan products 
and soon, you know, soon uh, we'll be entering uh, a whole different market uh, in that area. So again, through research, we've uncovered that there is mums, uh, millennial mums in particular, are moving towards products that are sustainable, um, that, uh, you know, have offer some sort of, you know, ethical uh, positioning that is aligned with their own values. And this is an area that Medela is very interested in. And certainly you can expect to see products uh, coming along in the, in the very near future along those lines. That's great. Thank you, Margarita, uh, for being here today. I really appreciate being able to chat with you. I look forward to watching the brand continue to evolve here and globally, and congratulations for all your success. Thank you very much, Christy. That's it for today. If you represent a brand that speaks to mums, maybe you'd like to be featured on the show. If so, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn or join the Mum Power Network. Our details are in the show notes. Have an amazing day.